It's February the 22nd. Let's read the Bible. Friends, we've come to the book of Numbers. And I'm just going to jump right into the reading quickly because we've got a longer passage today. We're going to start with number seven, reading number seven, eight, nine, and ten. But I think in fairness, I need to say a word about numbers seven. Um, I don't know of any chapter like it in all the Bible. You'll see when I get into it. They are at Mount Sinai, down there in the desert, going to come up to Kadesh Barnea eventually. After 40 years, all the wandering, they're going to end up at the top of the Dead Sea and the plains of Moab on the east side of the Jordan River, but they haven't left Mount Sinai. Now, after all that's been said and done, Moses and the workers have finally put together the tabernacle for the first time. They're going to dedicate it. You'll see something about that in these early verses. But each tribe of the 12 tribes on 12 consecutive days brought gifts to be presented to the Lord. The gifts were exactly the same. And they are recorded in detail, in excruciating detail, in number seven. Maybe I'll say more about that at the end, but wanted you to know what you're about to hear. That's number seven. By the time we get to numbers nine, there's some, there's some interesting things in Numbers 9 about probably the best description in Numbers 9 of in all the Bible of how the, uh, uh, the, the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night would lead them. And then we come to Numbers 10. They're, they're really just, they're about ready, just about ready to leave, hit the road, okay? Remember, book of Numbers is getting ready to move, moving, and getting ready to move again. So we're almost at the at the time when, at long last, the people of God are going to leave Mount Sinai on their journey to the Promised Land, chapter 7. On that day, Moses finished setting up the tabernacle. He anointed and consecrated it and all its furnishings, along with the altar and all its utensils. After he anointed and consecrated these things, the leaders of Israel, the heads of their ancestral families, presented an offering. They were the tribal leaders who supervised the registration. They brought us their offering before the Lord, six covered carts and 12 oxen, a cart from every two leaders and an ox from each one, and presented them in front of the tabernacle. The Lord said to Moses, accept these from them to be used in the work of the tent of meeting and give this offering to the Levites, to each division according to their service. So, Moses took the carts and oxen and gave them to the Levites. He gave the Gershonites two carts and four oxen corresponding to their service. He gave the Merarites four carts and eight oxen corresponding to their service under the direction of Ithamar, son of Aaron the priest. But he didn't give any to the Kohathites since their responsibility was service related to the holy objects carried on their shoulders. The leaders also presented the dedication gift for the altar when it was anointed. The leaders presented these offerings in front of the altar. The Lord told told Moses, each day have one leader present his offering for the dedication of the altar. The one who presented his offering on the first day was Nashon, son of Amminadab from the tribe of Judah. His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a half pounds and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering. One gold bowl weighing four ounces, 
full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old for the fellowship offering. This was the offering of Nashon, son of Amminadab. On the second day, Nethanel, son of Zuar, leader of Issachar, presented an offering. As his offering, he presented one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds, one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one gold bowl weighing four ounces full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old, for the fellowship sacrifice. This was the offering of Nethanel, son of Zuar. On the third day, Eliab, son of Helon, leader of the Zebulonites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one gold bowl weighing four ounces full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old for the fellowship sacrifice. This was the offering of Eliab, son of Helon. On the fourth day, Elizer, son of Shadur, leader of the Reubenites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one gold bowl weighing four ounces full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old for the fellowship sacrifice. This was the offering of Elizur, son of Shadur. On the fifth day, Shalumiel, son of Zerushaddai, leader of the Simeonites, presented an offering. <clears throat> His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one gold bowl weighing four ounces full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old for the fellowship offering. This was the offering of Shalumiel, son of Zerushaddai. On the sixth day, Eliasaph, son of Duel, leader of the Gadites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering. One gold bowl weighing four ounces full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb, a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs, a year old for the fellowship sacrifice. <clears throat> this was the offering of Eliasaph, son of Duel. On the seventh day, Elishama, son of Amihud, leader of the Ephraimites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one gold bowl weighing four ounces full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old 
for the fellowship offering. This was the offering of Elishama, son of Amihud. On the eighth day, Gamaliel, son of Pedazer, leader of the Manassites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one gold bowl weighing four ounces full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs for the fellowship offering. This was the offering of Gamaliel, son of Bedazer. On the ninth day, Abidin, son of Gideoni, <coughs> leader of the Benjaminites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds, and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering. <clears throat> one gold bowl weighing four ounces full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, <clears throat> and two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old for the fellowship sacrifice. This was the offering of Abidin, son of Gideoni. On the tenth day, Ahiezer, son of Amishadai, leader of the Danites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering. <clears throat> one gold bowl weighing four ounces full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb, a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs, a year old for the fellowship sacrifice. This was the offering of Ahiezer, son of Amishadai. On the eleventh day, Pagil, son of Akran, leader of the Asherites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering. One gold bowl weighing four ounces full of incense. One young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering. One male goat for a sin offering. And two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old for the fellowship sacrifice. This was the offering of Pagil, son of Akran. On the twelfth day, Ahiras, son of Enan, leader of the Naphtalites, presented an offering. His offering was one silver dish weighing three and a quarter pounds, and one silver basin weighing one and three quarter pounds, measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, both of them full of fine flour, mixed with oil for a grain offering, one gold bowl weighing four ounces full of incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two bulls, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old for the fellowship sacrifice. This was the offering of Ahira, son of Enan. This was the dedication gift from the leaders of Israel for the altar when it was anointed. Twelve silver dishes, twelve silver basins, and twelve gold bowls. Each silver dish weighed three and a quarter pounds, and each basin one and three quarter pounds. The total weight of the silver articles was 60 pounds measured by the standard sanctuary shekel. The twelve gold bowls full of incense each weighed four ounces, Measured by the standard sanctuary shekel, the total weight of the gold bowls was three pounds. All the livestock, all the livestock for the burnt offering totaled twelve bulls, twelve rams, and twelve male lambs a year old, with their grain offerings, and twelve male goats for the sin offering. All the livestock for the fellowship sacrifice totaled 
24 bulls, 60 rams, 60 male goats, and 60 male lambs a year old. This was the dedication gift for the altar after it was anointed. When Moses entered the tent of meeting to speak with the Lord, he heard the voice speaking to him from above the mercy seat that was on the ark of the testimony from between the two cherubim. He spoke to him that way. Like I said, there's no other chapter quite like that in all the Bible. But think of this. If you were from Asher, you wanted your gift recorded. If you were from Naphtali, you wanted your gift recorded. From Simeon, you wanted it in there. All the tribes gave, and they all gave the same thing. Everybody made the same gift, made the same sacrifice to the Lord. Thus, thus the tabernacle is being launched with equal commitment, equal sacrifice, and it is written down. God made sure all those gifts were recorded. Numbers 8. The Lord spoke to Moses, speak to Aaron and tell him, when you set up the lamps, the seven lamps are to give light in front of the lampstand. So Aaron did this. He set up its lamps to give light in front of the lampstand, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. This is the way the lampstand was made. It was a hammered work of gold, hammered from its base to its flower petals. The lampstand was made according to the pattern the Lord had shown Moses. The Lord spoke to Moses, take the Levites from the Israelites and ceremonially cleanse them. Do this to them for their purification. Sprinkle them with the purification water. Have them shave their entire bodies and wash their clothes and so purify themselves. They are to take a young bull and its grain offering of fine flour mixed with oil. And you are to take a second young bull for a sin offering. Bring the Levites before the tent of meeting and assemble the entire Israelite community. Then present the Levites before the Lord and have the Israelites lay their hands upon them. Aaron is to present the Levites before the Lord as a presentation offering from the Israelites so that they may perform the Lord's work. Next, the Levites are to lay their hands on the heads of the bulls. Sacrifice one is a sin offering and the other is a burnt offering to the Lord to make atonement for the Levites. You were to have the Levites stand before Aaron and his sons and you were to present them before the Lord as a presentation offering. In this way, you were to separate the Levites from the rest of the Israelites so that the Levites will belong to me. After that, the Levites may come to serve at the tent of meeting once you have ceremonially cleansed them and presented them as a presentation offering. For they have been exclusively assigned to me from the Israelites. I have taken them for myself in place of all who come first from the womb, every Israelite firstborn. For every firstborn among the Israelites is mine, both man and animal. I consecrated them to myself on the day I struck down every firstborn in the land of Egypt. But I have taken the Levites in place of every firstborn among the Israelites. From the Israelites, I have given the Levites exclusively to Aaron and his sons to perform the work of the Israelites at the tent of meeting and to make atonement on their behalf so that no plague will come against the Israelites when they approach the sanctuary. Moses, Aaron, and the entire Israelite community did this to the Levites. The Israelites did everything to them the Lord commanded Moses concerning the Levites. The Levites purified themselves and washed their clothes. Then Aaron presented them before the Lord as a presentation offering. Aaron also made atonement for them to cleanse them ceremonially. After that, the Levites came to do their work at the tent of meeting in the presence of Aaron and his sons. So they did to them as the Lord had commanded Moses concerning the Levites. 
the Lord spoke to Moses in regard to the Levites. From 25 years old or more, a man enters the service and the work at the tent of meetings. But at 50 years old, he is to retire from his service in the work and no longer serve. He may assist his brothers to fulfill responsibilities at the tent of meeting, but he must not do the work. This is how you are to deal with the Levites concerning their duties. Tabernacle is built. Offerings have been given. Lampstands prepared. Levites consecrated. What's going to happen now? Numbers 9. It's beautiful. In the first month of the second year after their departure from the land of Egypt, the Lord told Moses in the wilderness of Sinai, the Israelites are to observe the Passover at its appointed time. You must observe it at its appointed time on the 14th day of this month at twilight. You are to observe it according to all of its statutes and ordinances. So Moses told the Israelites to observe the Passover and they observed it in the first month on the 14th day at twilight in the wilderness of Sinai. The Israelites did everything as the Lord had commanded Moses, but there were some men who were unclean because of a human corpse. So they could not observe the Passover on that day. These men came before Moses and Aaron the same day and said to him, we are unclean because of a human corpse. Why should we be excluded from presenting the Lord's offering at its appointed time with the other Israelites? Moses said to them, wait here until I hear what the Lord commands for you. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, tell the Israelites, when any of you or your descendants is unclean because of a corpse or is on a distant journey, he may still observe the Passover of the Lord. Such people are to observe it in the second month on the 14th day at twilight. They are to eat the animal with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They may not leave any of it until morning or break any of its bones. They must observe the Passover according to all its statutes. But the man who is ceremonially clean is not on a journey and yet fails to observe the Passover is to be cut off from his people because he did not present the Lord's offering at its appointed time. That man will bear the consequences of his sin. If an alien resides with you and wants to observe the Passover of the Lord, he is to do it according to the Passover statute and its ordinances. You are to apply the same statute to both the resident alien and to the native of the land. On the day the Passover was set up, the cloud covered the tabernacle, the tent of the testimony, and it appeared like fire above the tabernacle from evening until morning. It remained that way continuously. The cloud would cover it, appearing like fire at night. Whenever the cloud was lifted up above the tent, the Israelites would set out. At the place where the cloud stopped, there the Israelites camped. At the Lord's command, the Israelites set out. And at the Lord's command, they camped. As long as the cloud stayed over the tabernacle, they camped. Even when the cloud stayed over the tabernacle many days, the Israelites carried out the Lord's requirement and did not set out. Sometimes the cloud remained over the tabernacle for only a few days. They would camp at the Lord's command and set out at the Lord's command. Sometimes the cloud remained only from evening until morning. When the cloud lifted in the morning, they set out. Or if it remained a day and a night, they moved out when the cloud lifted. Whether it was two days, a month or longer, the Israelites camped and did not set out as long as the cloud stayed over the tabernacle. But when it was lifted, they set out. They camped at the Lord's command and 
They set out at the Lord's command. They carried out the Lord's requirement according to his requirement through Moses. Numbers 10. The Lord spoke, spoke to Moses, make two trumpets of hammered silver to summon the community and have the camps set out. When both are sounded in a long blast, the entire community is to gather before you at the entrance to the tent of meeting. However, if one is sounded, only the leaders, the heads of Israel's clans, are to gather before you. When you sound short blasts, the camps pitched on the east are to set out. When you sound short blasts a second time, the camps pitched on the south are to set out. Short blasts are to be sounded for them to set out. When calling the assembly together, you are to sound long blasts, not short ones. The sons of Aaron, the priests, are to sound the trumpets. Your use of these is a permanent statute throughout your generations. When you enter into battle in your land against an adversary who is attacking you, sound short blasts on the trumpets, and you will be remembered before the Lord your God and be saved from your enemies. You are to sound the trumpets over your burnt offerings and your fellowship sacrifices, and on your joyous occasions, your appointed festivals, and the beginnings or the beginning of each of your months. They will serve as a reminder for you before your God. I am the Lord your God. During the second year, in the second month, on the 20th day of the month, the cloud was lifted up from the tabernacle of the testimony. The Israelites traveled on from the wilderness of Sinai, moving from one place to the next until the cloud stopped in the wilderness of Paran. They set out for the first time according to the Lord's command through Moses. The military divisions of the camp of Judah's descendants with their banner set out first, with Nashon son of Amminadab, and Nashon son of Amminadab was over their divisions. Nethanuel son of Zuar was over the division of the tribe of Issachar's descendants, and Eliab son of Helon was over the division of the tribe of Zebulun's descendants. The tabernacle was taken down, and the Gershonites and the Merarites set out, transporting the tabernacle. The military divisions of the camp of Reuben with their banner set out, and Elizur son of Shadur was over their divisions. Shalumiel son of Zuriah. Shaddai was over the division of the tribe of Simeon's descendants, and Eliasaph, son of Duel, was over the division of the tribe of Gad's descendants. The Kohathites then set out, transporting the holy objects. The tabernacle was to be set up before their arrival. Next, the military divisions of the camp of Ephraim's descendants with their banner set out, and Elishema, son of Amihud, was over their divisions. Gamaliel, son of Pedazar, was over the division of the tribe of Manasseh's descendants. And Abidin, son of Gideoni, was over the division of the tribe of Benjamin's descendants. The military divisions of the camp of Dan's descendants with their banner set out, serving as rear guard for all the camps. And Ahiezer, son of Amishadai, was over their divisions. Pagiel, son of Akran, was over the division of the tribe of Asher's descendants, and Ahira, son of Enon, was over the division of the tribe of Naphtali's descendants. This was the order of march for the Israelites by their military divisions as they set out. Moses said to Hobab, descendant of Ruel the Midianite, and Moses' relative by marriage, we are setting out for the place the Lord promised. I will give it to you. Come with us. We will treat you well. For the Lord has promised good things to Israel. But he replied to him, I don't want to go. Instead, I will go to my own land and my relatives. 
Please don't leave us, Moses said, since you know where we should camp in the wilderness and you can serve as our eyes. If you come with us, whatever good the Lord does for us, we will do for you. They set out from the mountain of the Lord on a three-day journey with the Ark of the Lord's Covenant traveling ahead of them for those three days to seek a resting place for them. Meanwhile, the cloud of the Lord was over them by day when they set out from the camp. Whenever the Ark set out, Moses would say, Arise, Lord, let your enemies be scattered, and those who hate you flee from your presence. When it came to rest, he would say, Return, Lord, to the countless thousands of Israel. It's the end of chapter 10. We've come to the end of the first major section, this preparing to leave. They've left Mount Sinai. They are on the way to the promised land. We used to sing, I am bound for the promised land. We sing it. We're talking about heaven. If they would sing a song like that back then, They were talking about we're crossing the desert. We're on the way to the land of Canaan. It's the same, all by the promise of God. I love that about the cloud. God's going to take care of his people. Going to camp for a while. Going to move for a while. Camp for a while, move for a while. It's a parable of the spiritual life. We're here today. We're there tomorrow. We're somewhere else the day after that. We stay some places a long time and other places we're just passing through. It doesn't matter. As long as the Lord leads us, we're going to be okay. Friends, he's going to lead us today. Go out and have a great, fantastic day. Be blessed in the Lord. Come back tomorrow. We'll do this again.